Welcome to the Chai Break Podcast with your host, Shweta Ravi Shankar and Rama Rao, coming to you from New York City. Each week, we brew up conversations steeped in our cross-cultural experiences, growing up in India and moving abroad in our 20s. From feminism to fashion, colorism to colonialism, join us on our journey of becoming. With elements that almost every immigrant, irrespective of background, can relate to, we hope you enjoy our conversations and chime in along the way. So let's get started. Hello, Rama. Hi, Shweta. How are you? Going good. It's getting warm outside, so that's always a good sign. I think spring is probably in the air earlier than we had foreseen. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's part episode is on spiritual and personal growth during a pandemic, a topic that's been fairly talked about and discussed for obvious reasons. Yes. So let's see. The world has gone through a topsy-turvy time and uh, it continues to go through waves of opening up and going back into lockdown in different parts of the world. And this episode, we just look back, reflect and introspect on our personal journeys of growth and how that's connected us in a way to um, spirituality and what things we have done in order to, you know, adjust to this new normal and uh, both physically, mentally and, you know, managing our families and all of that. So, um, yeah, do you want to start us off with a brief, uh, you know, what we've gone through so far, Amma? Yeah, no, the pandemic is probably, I mean, we're recording in 2021, Shweta. Pandemic Mm -hmm. has probably been the most written and talked about uh, subject in the last year because, you know, ever since when this hit February 2020, at least in the United States, um, a lot of life has not returned back to normal. For a lot of people, I would say most people, right? Uh, Because not only has there been a tremendous impact in the health of most people, you know, there have been lives lost and there have been you know, illnesses suffered, but also there's been a financial, mental, spiritual, and emotional impact on people. And no matter what our specific price situation was, our life has just changed. We've all been touched in one way or the other because Mm -hmm. of the pandemic. And it's so interesting that we're talking about this because just the other day, I was like, uh, you know, I I go through some of the, um, some of the writings of Paramahansa Yogananda. He's one of the, um, you know, mystics and saints from India back in the early 90s, uh, sorry, uh, early 1900s. So I came across this quote, which is so profound. It's so apt to what we're going through right now. It goes like this. The sudden cataclysms that occur in nature, creating havoc and mass injury, are not acts of God. Such disasters result from thoughts and actions of man. Whenever the world's vibratory balance of good and evil is disturbed by an accumulation of harmful vibrations, the result of man's wrong thinking and wrongdoing, you will see devastation. And this talks about the energy of the earth Mm -hmm. at that particular time and whether the energy is in a state of imbalance, the good versus bad. And something has to happen to really stop this and and to really reset the wheel, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's so true. And it's so profound. And the fact that this was written eons ago, like says so much about uh, his insight about Mm -hmm. Paramahamsa Yogananda himself and uh, how it's even applied today. And I think this pandemic is like a a testament to what he has written back then. I mean, just look at the news media, right? Until about March and April 2020, the world was focused on many, many crises. 
you know, it happening in different pockets of the world from immigrant crisis, the international wars in Syria, far right politics, and so, so much more. But almost, I feel like it's so ironic that the virus kind of took over the world. It was this wave that swept all of us, but it kind of brought us together. It unified all of us and unified the voice in the media. Right. Because the, everybody started seeing the devastation, the death, you know, what it's doing to families and all of that. And I think there was an urge to start sharing positive stories. Right. Because if you see any breaking news in across media channels, it's always about, you know, a death, a war, something really negative, you mm-hmm. know, almost any positive story does not make the cut for like, say, breaking news. Yeah. And I think so much positivity was being shared online, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's neighbors and strangers helping each other, healthcare workers coming together worldwide, traveling to other countries to help people out. Right. And how can we forget the 7 p.m. clap? In New York City. Yeah, absolutely. I I remember that. It was such a unifying feeling because we would hear like ambulances and sirens go wrong all day long. But somehow when 7 p.m. came, like people would like peek out of their windows and, you know, Mm -hmm. it just gives me goosebumps even now. And then the YouTube channel, remember the um, mm-hmm. Some Good News uh, that was started by the uh, famous office actor John Krasinski. That that was so important because we were just hearing about all of the other things. And then we heard about the virus and we, we it just took an emotional toll on people. True. They were locked down in their houses with kids and really can't do much outside. Yeah. And then there was all this positivity in the air with like YouTube channels having shows like this, like by Krasinski. Have the some good news. It's it's a great show. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, and all the other charity events that was happening, right? The worldwide artists came together mm-hmm. on television, mm-hmm. and they were sharing their, you know, they, they actually they're sharing their home to the public. Some of them, yeah. yeah, everyone playing from their homes, and you know, yeah, kind of having that first time. Yes, you're an artist, however popular you are. You're, we're all in our living rooms. We welcome the world into our living rooms. You right, know? exactly. We're all in this together. Mm-hmm. The virus is not seeing who is rich, who is poor, exactly. who is famous, exactly. who is not famous. Yeah. So everybody kind of came in together. And so I think that's the positivity. And that's a reset, probably, that the True. world needed. And environmentally, too, Shweta, if you, uh, you know, you must have heard the news that mm-hmm. in India, in northern India, uh, you know, for the audience who are not very... Uh, familiar with India in the north, there's a north state in the north called Punjab, and Delhi is the capital. Um, and so, in these areas in the north, which is you know the Himalayan range, which is the uh, mountain range, highest was mountain quite, range, mm-hmm. highest mountain range was quite visible from even more than hundred miles away. And why I'm saying this as such a uh, phenomenal event is because in Delhi, especially Delhi, the city of Delhi, has come under a lot of fire because of the air pollution and the smog that's covered the air for like years now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, there's lots of efforts towards it, but nothing major has changed until the pandemic hit and the lockdown happened, industry shut. And as sad as it was to see, um, you know, all of the lockdown and the effects, the the negative effects of it, the positive effect that came out of it was the clearing of the air. Not kidding. People were able to see the mountain range from 100 miles away. And this has been unheard of for years. Yeah. And similarly with the... Venetian canals. I mean, oh my gosh, like fish finally found their home back. You Mm -hmm. know, they were coming and flooding the canal. And just, I think, without all those tourist boats, as beautiful as they are, Mm -hmm. you know, I think just the clear water Mm -hmm. and the pollution-free air, like, brought in a lot of uh, good things. Right. And we're really not singing the whole positive songs here. I mean, our goal here is to 
kind of highlight what has happened, but at mm-hmm. the same time, kind of bring forth some positivity that's happened also in regards to the pandemic and personally talk about how it's affected our lives, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm sure our audience is also hearing this and they're going like, yeah, I'm not the same person as I was pre-pandemic. So, and so true. <laughs> and, and I know we're going to say that. We're, we're going to share our stories in that regard as well. Yeah, so how it affected our personal lives. Basically, I mean, for all you know, um, who have heard our introduction, um, I am actually a medical professional. I live and work in New York, and uh, I'm a pathologist in one of the major academic centers and raising a family with three kids. Academia is is always on the move, right? We're writing, we're publishing, we're researching, we're teaching, and we're seeing patients as well. So somehow... um, caught up in this whole career and like, you know, the rat race, so as to say, mm-hmm. but forgotten what it meant and taking care of kids, but forgotten what it really meant to like really stop and slow down. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So that was actually the biggest thing that I, I got out of this pandemic saying that, oh, it's, we're not going to really, I'm not going to really get up, get in the morning, pack the lunch for the kids, get out of <laughs> yeah. the door with that, you know, coffee and then go to work and do all these things. I really can just wake up and just like think for a few minutes without mm-hmm. really having to do all this. So mm-hmm. that was really that that pause button that happened to me. Uh, you know, I don't have to rush to work um, like the way I did. Um, I didn't have to speed back all those lunches. And I didn't have to answer all those phone messages as soon as I step into the car and turn the computer the minute I had to go into work. I really could hit a pause. And I'll tell you, we're, we're going to talk about what all we did during that time. That's how <laughs> pandemic gave me. It gave me a breather. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And to really go into deep and contemplate and really learn a lot about myself mm-hmm. and really learn, you know, how to progress uh, without having to do all these things, but really progress into a more spiritual way inside. Yeah. I mean, I'm a very similar boat, you know, um, I don't think I'd ever spent, uh, neither me nor uh, my husband Arun had spent that much time with our daughter because, I mean, we get, by the time we come home, we pick her up, it's like six o'clock. We hardly have like two hours with her and it just, it helped us so much because we saw her blossom, Mm -hmm. you know, go through her own emotions. We were dealing with our own emotions, but Mm -hmm. now we had to help her with hers, try to explain to a four-year-old like what all of this meant and why she can't go out and why the parks were closed. I think it really like gave time to actually wake up in the morning, like you said, and give time for yourself, Right, you know, and not give attention to a to-do list or all the appointments you have or all the hundred things you have to run and juggle, you know, and manage between the two of us. So I think it really, really helped. And I think one of the biggest um, realizations was, you know, what a tiny apartment we live in. Right. And we never felt, you know, in New York City, you're never in your apartment so much, so you never feel it. But I felt like once we both were like stuck inside for, you know, a prolonged period, Mm -hmm. um, it definitely, you know, we had to change around our routines and adjust to each other's schedules. Like we were three of us, Mm -hmm. you know, so it definitely and I think um, I can call it growing pains, Mm -hmm. you know, but it definitely after about a couple of months, we settled into a rhythm and it gave us a lot of time to spend with each other as a family, to spend by ourselves, you know, giving ourselves time and, um, That's exactly what it was. And but change was hard. 
I mean, it was welcome, but it was hard. It definitely was hard. And like to your point, Shweta, same thing, you know, connecting with family was something, you know, although we do it, we take it for granted. granted. Mm-hmm. But the pandemic kind of made us really realize saying that, you know, today we're fine, but tomorrow something like this can hit us mm-hmm. and hit mm-hmm. us really hard. And so there was this appreciation to really be with family, to really connect with the kids. And I remember I've never baked before and I started baking so much. <laughs> For our kids. Yes. And so I, I started baking banana bread. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, banana bread is one of my favorites. And then actually going through all the nutrition, like you never, you know, it's always like get a sandwich, grab a sandwich, go take this and go. But mm-hmm. really sat and thought about what is it that we're putting inside our body? What is the nutritional aspect of these food? There was time to really think even about food <laughs> and what we eat. Yeah. So I think that was great. And as to your point, yeah, change is hard, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's hard for anybody, but I guess in this aspect, even though, you know, we don't have the luxury of choosing our circumstances, what it helped us to do was it told us we still have a choice. So yeah, no, totally. Because especially I think once we started realizing we're in it for the long haul, right. you know, this is not like a two week lockdown that it was announced when it first happened. Mm-hmm. You know, we realized that we're going to be in it longer. And I think people just stopped switch gears from like the whole complaining and whining and oh my god I want my life back kind of thing they started realizing the pluses to the life that they have now Mm -hmm. and a reason you know they started seeing the reason for it whether people went back to their passion projects you know side hustles or like you and me we you know we started talking about this podcast all of that stuff people got time to devote Mm -hmm. just other than their nine-to-five job Absolutely. You know, because they found so much flexibility. Yeah. I think that's what it really, really helped with. Right. And, um, but see, see it's, it isn't us to choose, right? I mean, yeah. when something like big like this happens, and there are many events that happens in life for everyone, it's up to each individual to say that, oh my God, this is bad news. This is all going to go down. This is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Or you can just rise up to the challenge and say, okay, this is unexpected. We've never had something like this before. How can we make this work for us and for everyone around us involved that shapes us to be better, the situation to be better. And I guess that's where the choice lies, right? Yeah. So some people for those actions are directed inward mm-hmm. with some thoughtful contemplation and some yeah. meditative practices, improving the mind, improving the body, soul, nourishing the soul, promoting positivity, which is what a lot of people displayed as well during the mm-hmm. pandemic. So mm-hmm. um, some people change careers and I that's even fascinating. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so we want to share with the audience our key takeaways of how this pandemic um, helped, you know, kind of what we did during the pandemic as a routine and how we adjusted to that new lifestyle, right? And something we're taking forward as well, right? Because we don't want all the goodness from this to like, you know, just frizzle away once we get back into the busy world of, you know, rat race world. Right. Right. So I think this is something we've tried to consciously practice and hope to carry forward. Right. And we are like, I mean, I think we've sort of got back into, uh, I mean, at least I go to work every day now and I have gotten back to my nine to five lifestyle that was there before. But I have to tell you that some of the practices that I put started during the pandemic has really helped me. And I think it's become part of my routine. And I cannot think of a day when I don't wake up to do all these things that Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about. So one of the things that I actually started and um, all right, so let me backtrack a little bit. So during the pandemic, I had the opportunity of reading so much material, right? Reading Mm -hmm. so many books, listening to so many podcasts. 
And one podcast that I really highly recommend is the Life Code School podcast by Brooke Christillo. And um, the reason why I'm saying that is there are certain things that I drew from the podcast. One that's called Thought Download. So I wake up in the morning and the first thing is before I just even sip my coffee or anything, I take a journal and I start writing every little thought that comes into my mind. So I keep a timer for five minutes and I just start writing every thought. I don't judge myself. I don't uh, stop it from writing, but I just write everything that Mm -hmm. comes. And that kind of unpacks that head, right? And kind of empties it and gets it ready for the day's action. So, and then many times it's so interesting when I go back and I pick one thought Mm -hmm. and I look at that thought and I, if that's a thought that I want to change so that my life gets better, Mm -hmm. I look at the thought and I try to really analyze it as to what, whether the thought is really true. So always you ask the first question is, is this even true? Because sometimes your thinking is really not, may not be real. So, and then if it is not true, then I start addressing how can, what is the situation that's making me think about this thought? And how to reverse it. So this is a little practice that I've started doing and it's just changed my life. The other thing what I do is also after the thought download, I uh, obviously get my uh, water and I just drink a glass of water and I get sit down to meditate. And I do anywhere between like 10 to 30 minutes. And it's just, it's a, such a great practice uh, that really fine tunes you in the morning. And then I just start my day. So it's really thought download, meditation. And uh, four days a week, I do yoga. And that kickstarts my day. And it's just, I have to tell you that this has been phenomenal. What about you, Shweta? No, I think I'm totally with you on this. I think ever since you talked about the thought download, Mm -hmm. I do it every single day. And it's really, really, it makes you feel light. On days you have a lot going on, especially, you know, a lot on your mind. A thought download is such a beautiful thing to do, you know, to just put it all out there and like get it out of your head. And, you know, then as you said, to revisit is a beautiful thing. So that way it's kind of like... uh, taking charge and trying to see what you can change. I I love that. Mm -hmm. And I think another thing that I have been doing apart from the meditation and all of that is a check-in. And I think this check-in is really nice at the end of the day, Um, especially if you have kids. I feel like asking them, what was the favorite part of your day? Mm -hmm. You know, a simple open-ended question like that can really get them talking, Mm -hmm. you know, about their feelings. And not only what's the best part of your day, what is there a part of your day that you didn't like or that made you feel sad, Mm -hmm. you know, so that you're trying to tap into the mental uh, wellness part of the issue as well. Mm -hmm. Because all of this, you know, has had very great uh, impact on all of our lives. Right. And especially for young kids who didn't really understand because, Dia was four, so she really did not know the online world or the Zoom world. Like, I mean, you and me didn't know about it, so let alone a child, right? right. So tough. it was very, very difficult to talk to her about it, try to get why she feels sad or what makes her happy in how she perceives certain situations, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it really, really helped Um to lighten the load and just feel supported, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with your spouse, with your child, with a friend. It, it's really, really helpful. Right. And another big thing was definitely exercise. I've always been a big proponent of exercise in whatever form. But I think for the first time, I just dug back into my roots and um, I really started just focusing on Surya Namaskar mm-hmm. and just breathing and focusing on my breathing and simple things like that, that I've always wanted to do, but I always said I didn't have the time. Mm-hmm. And finally, we were in a situation we had no excuse, you know, we had the time. Right. So I just made the time and that along with my dance, which has, um, I'm a classical Bharatanatyam dancer. So I think just giving myself time. 
to even take one step at a time, one piece at a time, it just really, really helped. And it was very grounding. All of these practices that you and me are talking about is very grounding. It mentally grounds you. Right. It's also overall just a practice of gratitude, I think. And that's been, again, one of the overarching, you know, positive takeaways from this whole pandemic, right? Right. So you basically what you're saying is towards the end of the day, like unlike me in the morning, I have this thought download and the meditation and thing, but you're pretty heavy at night. When, so you check in mm -hmm. and you have the gratitude journal and you kind of check in and how your day went and you yeah. try to gain some insight from it, mm -hmm. correct? Definitely. And it's, it's so fascinating because, you know, pandemic has changed our lives. I kind of think about the situation to the traditional Japanese art of kintsugi. Mm -hmm. um, kintsugi is, is where the artisans fill the cracks in the broken pottery with like gold or silver. They transform damaged pieces into something really beautiful, like pieces of art. And to us, I think pandemic has been one such opportunity, right? Yeah. Where there is a change. Nobody expected a change of this magnitude, mm -hmm. but change is definitely a constant. And uh, it was an opportunity to either approach it as a victim mentality or have a growth mentality, a mindset. Yeah. And it was an opportunity for those who wanted the growth mindset to really self-reflect, grow and heal. Yeah. And I think it proved to be the much needed pause in those lives. Mm -hmm. But having said that, we do... Uh, we do have to um, say that there were lives lost and there was a battle that we fought. But I think this is a battle the world fought together. together. Mm -hmm. And that is that is actually um, pretty amazing. Yeah. And it's still the fight continues, but uh, we're in this together. Yeah. So um, that's been our experience uh, with the pandemic. And uh, we would love to hear from you about your pandemic related experiences and how you're, you know, how you adjusted to this change. Please share with us either DM or comment on Instagram and we will definitely share some of those comments in our next episodes. Yeah, and we'd love to hear from you. I mean, leave us a review. It means the world to us because reviews go a long way. Share it with your friends and family. Uh, we would uh, like to read one of your reviews, you know, in every episode. So... Uh, chime in let us know what you think and what you want to hear from us and uh, yeah. yeah and we just started so we would love to hear topics that you mm -hmm. would like us to discuss as well so let us know rate us review us and uh, you know we're looking forward to many 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 more um, such episodes and uh, you know interacting with you as well yeah all right take care that's it from us for this week bye 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 everybody If you like what you heard, give us a rating, leave us a review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you stream podcasts. It would mean the world to us. Have any questions or simply want to drop us a note? We'd love to hear from you. Write to us at chaibreakpodcast at gmail.com. That's C-H-A-I-B-R-E-A-K podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at chai underscore break underscore podcast or visit us at chaibreakpodcast.com. <laughs>